Well, it's a big treat today. Today is part two of my interview with Paul Herman, VP of Product Marketing at Sprinkler, having a great time talking about digital transformation and how people think in a customer first kind of way. And so we're going to pick up where we left off last time uh, with uh, part two of that series. Yeah, you know, the, um, I, I, I think that there's um, a conflict between the way that the systems have been set up inside the organization, mm -hmm. between the organizations, you know, the, the group, separate groups inside the organization, so the different teams, and the kind of the customer. And I yeah, think one of the agreed. challenges is that very, it's very hard for a, a large company to have, you can't just have one team all working together. You're going to have to have separate teams, but how do you tie them together? And I think that's where a lot of these digital transformation efforts stall because everyone's on a different tool. Yeah. I think, you know, going back to your surgery analogy, right. And your surgery discussion, right. I, I often think, you know, we look at the, at, at the human body, right. The human body has a backbone. The backbone is built up of vertebra. And for many companies, that sort of backbone is their MarTech stack or their, you know, or their technology stack. And what companies have tried to do is they try to say, I can put any piece of vertebrae in this thing I like. I can change them out, right? And this concept of, you know, of, of, of infinite APIs, right? The issue is if you start to do vertebrae surgery, mm. you're going to nick the spinal cord, which is the thing that transfers the data. And so that's what we have. We have disjointed spines, Wow. Right, you're trying to hold companies together and the data is not flowing and the brain is stupid, right? And, so, and or the brain is confused going, wow, I, don't like, I expected this signal, but I can't get it. And, right? and so that's kind of what's happening, uh, if I may take your knee. knee uh, Dude, speech. you're on fire. <laughs> what is, I mean, I've never that, heard that one before. That's, <laughs> but that's kind brilliant. of what it feels like, right? You know? Brilliant. I love that. <laughs> it's a nicked spinal column inside of on the series of vertebrae <laughs> wow this that is delicious um all right uh so so let's so let's talk a little bit about how because so cause i think everyone gets the problem right yeah. and um uh and i you know it'll be um it'll be interesting to see uh how long it takes for all these different categories to change uh, but uh, let's talk a little bit about how do you sort of go about making this kind of change. So, you know, I, I'm frequently finding, and I'm, I'm assuming you're going to say that you agree with this, So, but you check me on this, okay? But I frequently find when I talk to either customers or prospects, um, which I kind of do both, probably maybe more customers these days, that they're nodding their heads pretty violently in agreement with what we're talking about right now. And they're like, yep, yep, yep. And then they're like, help me. Mm -hmm. How do I get started? Right. So I, I'll, I, can, I can talk about what I sort of say to them, but I'd love to hear what you say. Like, what do you, how do you get people starting down a path that leads to some success in digital transformation? You know, I think, <clears throat> I think that this, it's for, for a lot of people, it can be very daunting, right? It appears that, hey, this is really... Uh, you know, uh, the, the old boiling the ocean thing. And, and the interesting thing about that is, you know, we often look at data as being, in modern data, at least these days, as being oceans rather than lakes, right? They're, they're wild, woolly oceans out there of, of unstructured data. Um, so it is, a, it is a daunting task. My, my advice, right, would be 
digital transformation is people transformation. So the key thing for you as you start your journey is to find your coalition of the willing, right? Find a small group of people that you can start to uh, try stuff, do stuff. Uh, we used to use the word MLP, a minimal lovable product at Nike rather than a minimal viable product. You know, lovable is a lot more exciting than viable. Yeah. So, and a lot of people are going to, are going to go uh, join the journey when you show them what the next looks like. Are you a very, very uh, you will never be able to argue people in my experience along a digital transformation journey. You have to create things that they thought weren't possible. And, and then, then they'll go, Oh, I get it. Oh, that's what you meant. Right. So I would, so the first thing I would say is start small and, 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 and build from there. Second thing I would say is, Start with the data, right? Always start with learning because when you bring that third party in the room, the consumer, it often silences a lot of argument, right? If you're starting on, uh, oh, I'm, going to process, I'm going to start this from a process standpoint, you're probably going to run into a lot of people going, no, we've always done it this way. We're going to continue doing it this way versus saying, well, the customer is saying or the consumer is saying, that often, you know, helps to sort of stop the uh, you know, stop the, you know, the, the 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 arguments very very quickly, right? And then I said, and I think the third thing to do is to have a very clear uh, set of of of, of outcomes, um, and uh, and 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 the critical part of that, of course, is, is to have a champion. You've got to have the digital transformation. It's a bit like playing, uh, you know, American football. It's nice to have a blocker. Right. So, you know, so if you're trying to run that ball down the field, it's nice to have some somebody who's got a bit more power who can help, you know, kind of pave the way and can champion uh, your your efforts. So those are the three things that I've learned to uh, make for uh, a much or increase the chances of success for digital transformation. Interesting. I love that. It's a good structure. You know, one of the things that I've been coaching some companies on is that. Uh, what we're seeing, and you know, you and I know the examples, and I can't really use the company names um, on uh, publicly, but uh, you know, always can call us and find out more. Uh, but I'm seeing a lot of product development teams beginning to leverage uh, Sprinkler, and yep. uh, and that, and they're finding that the combination of insights from forums, because you know, we bring in all the forums, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the review sites, very rich, and we bring all that in. Uh, blogs, ton of content out there. You saw a lot of it when you were at Nike in the sneakerhead community. Mm -hmm. And then also the social platforms uh, and some of the messaging platforms. So you've got you've quite a bit of content out there, you know, billions of comments going on out there. And a lot of them are about the products themselves. And so the product teams are now leveraging AI to be able to get aggregate sets of product comments to make the products better. And that's actually, uh, those are some of our biggest deals right now. And so I'm one of my uh, pieces of advice to particularly IT teams who are thinking about how to try to drive digital transformation is to talk to the product development teams, not the marketing teams and get them excited about customer insight. Yeah. And once you do that, I think you've made this comment uh, a few minutes ago. It's that I always think of it as how do you infect the organization mm. with the customer? Mm. And if you can infect the organization with the customer in a way that they can't ever ignore it again, because I've never run into, I mean, I'm sure they're out there, but I have never worked at or run into a company where people overtly say, we don't care about our customers. Nobody right. says that, right? right. Oh, customers always number one. And people always talk about customer first, customer centric. Like that's something people have been talking about for decades. Yep. They may not right. act that way. They may not be structured that way. They may not be able to deliver on it, but they, they principally agree with the philosophy. 
And if you can actually make that come to life, make it true, uh, then I think you've got a, a hell of a thing going because then people are, give me, give me more of that. And CEOs get into that really quickly. And I think the champion comment's good. Um, I would add to that, which is you've got to get your C-level bought mm-hmm. in and you've mm-hmm. got to get at least one member in the C-level, ideally the CEO, driving it as a priority. I agree. Totally agree. Well, Paul, this has been super fun. We went a little long, but uh, it was really great content. We'll probably break this into a two-parter. Um, and I want to thank you for being on the show. And uh, we'll bring you back soon. Let me know when you've got something that you want to sort of talk about and get out to the CMO community. Uh, any last words or last thoughts before we sort of wrap this up? Uh, no, I think thank you so much for the for the opportunity. For, you know, for those folks listening out there, you know, we are in probably one of the most exciting times of within a marketing organizations. A lot of people uh, are you leveraging this, these times to get. Uh, uh, their goals and go get towards their goals of simplifying their MarTech stack. You know, 90 average point solutions is not going to cut it anymore. Uh, every one of those point solutions puts you further and further away from your customer, right? So it's been a very interesting time, a lot of consolidation, and we'd love to be able to talk to anybody out there who, who would love to chat about how people are doing this. Fabulous. Thank you, Paul. And for the CXM experience, this is Grad Khan, and I'll see you next time.